Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. It's time for part two of our big season five premiere. Today's episode features the Earth's core, acrostic poems, roller coasters, friendly chickens, and all sorts of creepy animatronic robots and dinosaurs, as well as another visit from special guest Michael Yuri. All that and more after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Previously on the Story Pirates Podcast. Everyone, look! A door! The sign says, Earth's door to Earth's core. Should we open it? Is there a guy over there? Welcome to the Earth's Core! Hello? Mysterious guy? Yes? Who are you? I'm... Wait, wait, wait. Can I just ask a question real quick? If we're in the Earth's core, which I'm pretty sure is over 9,000 degrees Fahrenheit, how are we not burning up? I mean, I don't even feel hot. I feel, I want to say, cold? Me too, I'm freezing. Oh, yes, I reprogrammed our suits to withstand temperatures over 5,000 degrees Celsius. Huh? That's 9,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, oh. I don't know what she was talking about. I also made some other personalized upgrades. Nimini, when did you have time to do that, though? We've been in the Earth's core for like five minutes. I did it when we were falling down the lava fall. 
You did all that mid-fall? Yes. I sometimes work better when falling. <laughs> you know how it is. Nimini, no we don't. Uh, okay, back to talking about the mysterious guy. Ah, uh, yes. My turn. Finally. Oh, look, my suit has a refrigerated pocket now. <laughs> you know, for my perishable snacks. Sure does. It also keeps you upright if you want to take a nap standing. That's incredible! Okay, back to the mysterious guy. Yes. Hello, thank you. Hi, I'm... Ah! I just realized my suit looks like the Gavroche costume from Les Mis. <laughs> Sorry, it's one of my dream roles. Yep, and that collar turns into a soundproof cone so that no one can hear you while you're doing your vocal warm-ups. That's a great feature, but why would I do that? And my new helmet is so spacious, I love it. Gives my dreads a little more room to breathe. How about I just give you all a moment? Oh, no, please, no, 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 you go ahead. Marvelous! I am here to... Wait, Nimini, quick cue. Did you reprogram my suit correctly? Yes! Half wetsuit, half sweatsuit. Polka dots, Elizabethan collar, deer antler headband, and fuzzy slippers. That screams Rachel to me! Oh, uh, that's totally so Is this how you think I dress? Uh, yes. What? That's not how I dress. That is how you dress. Is not. It is, though. Don't be ridiculous. I do not. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, what is it, mysterious guy? I was just going to say that even though I just met you, it's pretty clear that that's your vibe. Anyway, welcome to the Earth's Core. You know, for a podcast that takes stories written by kids and turns them into sketch comedy and songs, we get really distracted. Bored and said, Hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Wait, who invented the dictionary? We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And right now, we're talking to, uh, who are you again? I'm glad you asked. I'm Jeffrey Wonder, keeper of... A name's enough. Do you mind if we do a story before we finish introducing you? Uh, well, yeah, well, no, not at all. Great! Okay, listeners, have you ever used a secret language? I don't mean like a real language, like French or Spanish. I mean like a way of speaking where you have to know a secret or a trick in order to understand what people are actually saying. Still confused? Well, check out this next story, and I think you'll hear what I mean. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Luke. I'm 10 years old, and I live in Colorado. This is my story. You make no sense. Honey, breakfast. Coming, Mom. I love talking in a weird way. Carefully. 
your science books and turn to page 42. Today we're learning about landforms. Can anyone describe a plateau? Raise my hand, of course, cause I know. Yes, you in back there in the striped shirt. Say for yourself. H I W N S I W N S N M W Y S. I'm sorry, kid. I just don't understand what you're saying. They need to understand this part. Hey, I will not stop. I will never stop. No matter what you say. I will never go back to talking all weird. Oh, honey, we're not saying you should never be weird. Just sometimes it's important to understand what you say. You mean talk weird sometimes and talk normal other times? What do you think, the principal? Well, to be perfectly serious. That all makes sense. That all makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. You've got to be the way you feel. Just maybe sometimes keep it real. Been so dense. So, so let's commence to find the perfect half and half of normal and what makes us laugh. Then life won't be so tense. It'll make sense. It'll make sense. It'll make sense. It'll make sense. And now Lee speaks with the author. Hi, Luke. How's it going? I'm good. I had a chess tournament today. Oh, my gosh. How'd it go? Uh, I got a participation award. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so, Luke, you wrote You Make No Sense. I did. Can you explain to anyone who might still be wondering what an acrostic poem is? Yeah, so basically I do it in letters sometimes. For example, I might take someone's name and I would take each of their letters. For example, what if the guy was named Bobby? So I would take the first letter B and I would say best because Bobby is the best. And then I would take the second letter 
O and I would do open because he likes to share his feelings. And then you keep going and you could go through all the letters of a word or a name or whatever you want to do. Um, And yeah, that's how it works. And so how did you get from acrostic poems to the idea that your main character would talk in acrostic poems? I've heard of a lot of people talking in like abbreviations, like instead of saying be right back, they would say BRB. And then I thought of that and I was like, that's kind of like acrostic poems. But what if someone, that was the only way they talked and that was like my inspiration. What I love about language is the way that it keeps evolving and the way humans keep changing and letting it morph and suit their needs. I do wonder why they do that, though. Like, why don't people say thy anymore? Well, you tell me. What do you think? I don't know, because the only difference between thy and you is two letters. It can't be that different. So I wonder why they changed it. Some of it feels like it's just trends, like what seems cool at the time. Yeah, maybe there was this one person who heard thy so much that they got annoyed and made a new word for it. And they were like, why are you? Yep, that sounds good. And then they just started saying it and caught on. Maybe the person who first started saying you was like a nice person that everybody liked. And so other people tried to be like that person. Yeah. Wait, I just, who invented the dictionary? Like, who thought up all of these words in all of these different languages? We've got a mystery. How do you think language came to be in the first place? Probably so they're not just hitting rocks together and scraping holes in their cave walls to communicate. (laughs) Right. It seems like, from what I know of early cave people, they did a lot of cave painting, right? Yeah, we can see that in ancient history. And so that was probably their only way to communicate. And maybe they just didn't understand. So they needed a verbal way that they could spread throughout cavemanity. And, um, yeah. See, you just made up a word. <laughs> I did. You just made up cavemanity. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and later this week, I'll be having a conversation and I'll be like, well, if you consider cavemanity, dot, dot, dot. And everyone will be like, whoa, did you hear Lisa cavemanity? And then it's going to catch on. And who knows, maybe a few months later. Hey, I'm reading a history book all about cavemanity. <laughs> What do you think the first word was? Do you have any guesses? It was probably eat. Because, like, back then, maybe to the little kids, they would be like, this mammoth, eat. We eat the mammoth. Do you happen to know what your first word was? I think I do. It was daddy. Uh Uh-huh. Funny thing that I probably should mention. My sister's first word was, and I quote, Hey! (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding, because she had these, like, little tunnel things that she would crawl through. And when she popped out, my mom and dad, they would go, hey! And so it caught on. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. (laughs) Luke, I had so much fun talking to you today. I feel like we got weird, and it was really fun. I had fun talking with you, too. Thanks so much for letting us perform your story. Thank you for performing it. My pleasure. All right. Bye, Luke. Bye. Oh, Oh, really? 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 really?
Are you ready for me? Sure thing, Jeff. It's Jeffrey. Again with his own name. <laughs> Obsessed much? Allow me to present myself, the one and only Jeffrey Wonder, keeper of the Earth's core, owner of the Earth's core gift store, and upper middle management, clocking out at four. Welcome to the Earth's core, the ride. Sponsored by Rocks. A ride? In the center of the Earth? But why? And how? And for what? Don't worry. The ride will answer all your questions. So, you have a ride in the center of the Earth. That sole purpose is to explain why you have a ride? <laughs> Save your questions for the ride. Here's a question. Are you made out of gas? Peter, it's rude to ask someone if they're made out of gas. I learned that from Uta Hagen. Again, the ride would have answered that, but yes, I am made entirely out of gas. <laughs> I knew it. That makes two of us. Uh, excuse me. Ahem. Time to go for a ride. <laughs> Please excuse all the fog. It does burn the throat, but you have to admit, it looks pretty cool. Now sit down. Have a seat. Rest your weary, tired feet. I can't see anything through all this weird fog. A am I sitting? We're all sitting in rows of seats. What a smooth transition. Welcome to the Earth's core, the Rhine. Tug gently on the safety bar to ensure it is secure. And please keep your hands and feet inside the ride at all times. Uh, Mr. Wonder, is this a roller coaster? What? A roller coaster? Huh, that's a pretty good name for it. But no! No, my dear girl, this ride is what I call a slippity-dippity train track car. Oh, yeah. Good name. Going up. Oh, where is this taking us? I've constructed several rooms, accurately depicting the major layers of the Earth's core. Each room more magnificent than the last. You mean we'll get to learn all about the world beneath the Earth from someone who actually lives here? I can't wait. I love an educational ride. Indeed. And you'll find that there's more than meets the eye if you allow a little bit of wonder into your mind. Again with his own name. Take a ride. Come with me. Let's discover what you'll see in the center of the center, the core of it all. Brace yourselves, for here comes the first fall. Okay, so this is a roller coaster. Welcome to the Earth's Call, the ride, sponsored by Rocks. Rocks, they're all around us. Is this you doing the voiceover? Yeah, yeah, it is. Do you like it? I love it. Welcome to the first room of our wonderful tour. The fog, it's moving and forming. Oh, never mind. It was just covering up a stiff robot thing. It's making me feel weird. Smitty, that robot's called an animatronic. You've probably seen them on other theme park rides or at pizza-themed arcade chains. Mm, they make everyone feel weird. I concur. We'll start in the center and work our way out. I'll teach you what the Earth's lairs are all about. If you're here to learn, you found the right spot. Now take it away, my animatronic robot. My name is Jeffrey. I built this ride. Isn't it good? Don't you like the designs? Aren't I interesting and fun? 
Uh, Mr. Wonder, are you sure this ride teaches us about the Earth's core? Of course it does. The core is where I had the idea to build this ride. But now it's on to the next room. In this next room, you'll learn more about the mantle. Oh, good. I've been dying to learn more things about the mantle. Then you've come to the right room. Next comes the mantle, which is looser and stickier. Once you are here, then you can move around quickier. Look through the fog and see what we've got. A message from our friends, the friendly dinosaur robots. We were once piles of scrap metal, but now we're robot dinosaurs. Jeffrey Wonder made us. His ride is incredible. A work of art. Isn't Jeffrey interesting and fun? Uh, I feel like I'm not learning that much about the inside of the earth. The ride is mostly just complimenting you and asking us if we think you're interesting. And fun. Right, that too. Are we going to learn any more facts about the Earth? Just wait until we reach the final room. All will make sense to you quite, quite soon. Take a breath, you're with me, and imagine... (laughs) Whoops, I started singing too late. Welcome to the final room. In this room, we'll learn about the surface. Behold, my most off-putting animatronic. You know they're off-putting? President Robot. Four score and seven years ago, the greatest ride on Earth was constructed by Jeffrey Wonder. Isn't it really good? Wouldn't you say Jeffrey Wonder is an all-around great guy? Okay, this is definitely not an educational ride about the inside of the Earth. It's all about you. Wait, wait, wait. You'll miss the best part. It's not over? No, it's almost time for the big drop. Every good slippity-dippity train track car has one. But my ride has a special kind of big drop because of its unique location. Our car will be casually turning the exact corner of gravity at the exact center of the planet. What does that even mean? It sounds scary. Worry not. It only feels scary. As if you're falling up down, spinning around, and being tickled all at the same time. But as long as you're all made of gas like me, there's no need to panic. Uh, we're not made out of gas. We're all completely solid. You're all solid? Oh my. Then maybe you should panic. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If... Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right. 
Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Okay, this part is pretty intense, even for me! And there it was. Feels weird, but kind of fun, right? Is everyone still intact? Yes. So, what did you think of the ride? Did you love it? Tell me how much you loved it. Well... Yes? I don't know. I think I felt a little... Mmm... Misled. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is terrible. A ride should bring joy, magic, mystery. Maybe a little heavy on the mystery. Yeah, I was so confused the whole time. The gravity thing was sort of fun. Oh, no, you don't like it. I can tell. That's how everyone reacts. I work tirelessly day in and day out, painting the rails, polishing the robots, strengthening my singing voice. Your voice is pretty good. Thank you. And yet... Nobody appreciates my engineering ingenuity. I may as well give up on my ride forever. No, 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 Mr. Wonder. The ride itself is actually pretty fun. Really? Yes. I like the small drops, and the robots are charming. Speak for yourself. And that corner of gravity drop, while it doesn't make any scientific sense, was super fun. But you promised me an educational ride about the inside of the Earth. You promised us one experience, but then pulled the rug out from under us. Why? I never thought of it that way. I just thought that the only way anyone would ride my ride was if they thought they'd learn about the Earth. Nobody comes down here looking for a thrill ride. Most of them get here by falling down the lava river. Oh, that's how we got here. Oh, yes, that is how we got here. 
Anyway, I'm sorry I tricked you. From now on, I will advertise my ride exactly as it is. A thrilling, slippity-dippity train track car slash boat musical experience that also has robots. I mean, you could shorten the name, but yeah, that's the right idea. Sure. Good note. Thank you all. You're welcome, Mr. Wonder. Now look, maybe you could help us out too. We've got to get ourselves back home to the surface. We've been away for so long, we really miss it. I miss the sunlight. I miss the spotlight. I miss the traffic lights. Huh? huh? What? I love traffic lights. I just keep it to myself. We all miss different things about home, but we all miss it because it's home. It's where we belong. Mr. Wonder, is there any sort of lava river that could take us out of here, or...? Hmm. The lava river that brought you down here only goes one way. Down. Falling up is impossible. However, I do have an old map in the gift store that may be able to help you. Ah, yes, here's the map. Thanks. That'll be 25 surface cents. Oh, uh, here you go. Yes! A sale! Finally! Would you perchance like to purchase anything else from the gift store? Uh, no, 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 just the map's fine. The journey from the center of the earth is often described as long and impossible, but I'm sure you'll all figure it out. You seem like a smart bunch, and you, the science one. It's Nimini. Yes, Nimini. I hope you learn a great deal about the inside of the earth on your journey back home. Thanks, Jeffrey Wonder. Enjoy your trip up, up, up through the many layers of the Earth. Bye! Well, I guess let's get ready for our next expedition. A long and impossible journey to the surface. And back home. Now you're talking. Hands in, everyone. To going home on three. One, two, three. We're, We're going, going back, back home. home. But first. Let's do a story. I I do that story. story. Yeah. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I am eight years old. I live in Missouri, and my story is The Chicken King. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. His royal eminence, the King of Rubian, shall now make his daily pronouncements. <laughs> Thank you, town crier. <laughs> Pronouncement. The first, the potato sack in the middle of the town square is for communal use. Either we all get to enjoy the potato sack, or none of us do. Yeah! Pronouncement. The second, something called an aqueduct has been invented, and I'm told that we will soon have water that somehow runs. Yeah! <laughs> Pronouncement the third. A matter of most serious importance. Could you all be honest and tell me, do you all like me? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like you just respond enthusiastically because you feel like you have to. No, 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 no,
child, they love me. I'm telling you, King, they're just trying to be nice. It's not like they don't like you. It's just that they're uh, all kind of lukewarm on you. Well, let me ask you all this. Whom do you like? We like the chicken lady. Oh, oh yeah, the yes. chicken lady. She's, she's oh, great. She's Honestly, yeah. I love yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is the chicken lady? Oh, she's great. She runs the chicken farm in the next town over. Yeah, and the chicken lady's really nice and happy and sings really beautiful songs about her chickens. Child, are they telling the truth? Yeah, they are, King. We all love the chicken lady. <sighs> I've got to see what this chicken lady is all about. I do love it here on my chicken farm. Now, how are we today, my chickens? Annabelle, your red feathers are looking so splendid today. Mark, Mark. And you, Roy, with your lovely black coat. Mark, Mark. And of course, how could I forget about you, Hamburger the chicken? Hamburger. Oh, you all make me so happy. I could just sing about it. In fact, I will. Chickens, oh, chickens, oh, chickens, I love you. <laughs> Hamburger. Oh, you're all too kind. Oh, my, I was so distracted by my own song that I didn't see this enormous royal caravan arriving. Excuse me, likable peasant woman. Oh, yes, you must be the king of Rubian. Why do you say that? What have you heard about me? Did people tell you I wasn't fine or likable? If so, they were lying, and you were a fool to believe them. Oh, no, you see, we're in Rubian, and you're wearing a crown. Oh, so I, oh, yes. Of course, yes. <laughs> oh, silly girl, Annabelle. She just wants you to pet her. I suppose that's all right. Here you are, Annabelle. Oh, she likes you. She does. I mean... That's perfectly fine. To the point at hand. You see, my dear, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever actually gotten your name. Oh, it's Heather. Heather, my people don't seem to like me. But what can I do? I've heard that everyone really enjoys you and your chicken songs. So I was wondering if you could teach me one and that I might be able to sing it for the people and they'd like me too. My, I never imagined my music would play a role in global politics, but sure. Ah, thank you, Heather. <laughs> is ready to make Thank his... you, town crier. Oh, he didn't even let me finish that time. It is time for my daily pronouncements. But first, I shall delight all of you with a song. Oh, I think I I it is a little strange, strange, but... Oh, 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 uh, chickens. Oh, chickens. Oh, Oh, chickens, I love you. So, what do you think? Um, did he call us chickens? Because if he did, well, 
That would be the greatest song I've ever heard. Really? Uh, King, no. They're lying again. That was weird. Oh, drat! The only pronouncement today is that I'm confused. Also, no more communal potato sack. I bet that stinks, doesn't it? Eh, it's all right, actually. Most of us have our own potato sacks these days. Oh, forget it. I'm out of here. Hmm, it's been a couple of days. I wonder how the king is doing. Heather! Oh my, you're back! The song you taught me didn't work. Is there another chicken song you can teach me to get everyone to like me? Oh, you silly king. People don't like me because of my chicken songs. People like me because I'm kind and happy. Well, fine. Heather, I would be most indebted to you if you would teach me how to be kind and happy. I can teach you to be kind, but how to be happy is something you'll have to figure out for yourself. But how? Well, what's something you like to do? Oh, hello, Annabelle. Yes, please come get your pets. That's nice. <laughs> King, you seem to enjoy petting chickens. How does petting chickens make you feel? I suppose it <sighs> makes me feel happy. Very good, King. Heather, I'd like to purchase some of your chickens, please. Certainly, King. <laughs> Hamburger. Goodbye now, Heather. Farewell. Goodbye, King. to you, the good people of Robian. I would like to officially open the Royal Petting Zoo, where all of my subjects and I may freely pet and feed delightful animals. And in the interest of kindness, I'd like to bring back the communal potato sack. Just to make sure, child, are these reactions genuine? I think so, King. People think you really come into your own, and I, personally, am proud of you. Child, you show wisdom beyond your years. I'm 38. Now, as a final pronouncement, I believe I owe an apology to my dear town crier. <laughs> what? Really? Yes. Sometimes I feel like I can get a little short with you, and that's on me. My bad. Wow. Thank you, King. I... Oh, my. I think I've stopped crying. Gosh, I'm sorry. That means you're fired. What? The end. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your story. Send us your story. We read them all. We read them all. You know we love them. Now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up, we got a story from Surya, a six-year-old from Virginia called Dragon and Spaceman, because, like the talking dragon says in the story, wow, space is cool. Next up from Eleanor, a nine-year-old in California, we have the story, The Man Who Avoided Every Question, which I love because throughout the story, whenever someone asks this man a question that he doesn't want to answer, he just screams things like, you don't need to know, or to a cashier, uh, here's your money, bye, or to his mom, sorry mom, gotta go. So relatable. Shout out to Vander, a six-year-old from Colorado who just sent us one sentence that reads, dog in another universe. I love it! 
Next up, we got Lily, an eight-year-old from Singapore and the United Kingdom who wrote Muffin Ranger. Seriously, this is the most incredible superhero I have heard about in a long time. Muffin Ranger is a muffin. Incredible work, Lily. And finally, shout out to Paloma, a 12-year-old from Canada who wrote a story that poses a question that honestly, I think we've all been wondering about. It's called, what if people and dogs switched bodies? To find out the answer to that question, you're gonna have to read Paloma's story and all of the stories from today's roll call at storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. And now it's time for you to send us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark brought to you by Luke, the author of You Make No Sense. Kids, write about a character from your imagination who does something that worries other people. What is the thing? Do they fix it? And if so, how? Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love, some story love. Thanks for listening to today's show and a huge thanks to today's authors, Luke and Kaylee. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writers are Rachel Winitsky and Minzui Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahela Lawrence, and Alexis Simpson. And contributing writers are Will Jacobs, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Michael Yuri. This episode features performances by PJ Adzema, Eric Austin, Andrew Barbado, Dewey Cadell, Ryan Chittapong, Sasha Diamond, April Laval, Alexandra Nader, Joshua Nasser, Peter McNerney, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Justin Phillips, Jamie Watson, Mia Weinberger, Rachel Winitsky, and Matt Zimbrano. You Make No Sense was written by Eli Bolin and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal arrangement and direction by Jack Mitchell. The I Love You Chicken song was written by Will Jacobs and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell. The core of it all was written by Mahala Lawrence and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell. You know, speaking of acrostic poems, I've actually been working on one of my own. And yes, it's a poem using the letters of the name of my favorite little helpers, the probiotics! That's right, probiotics. It's about you! (laughs) I love you little guys. Okay, here we go. Probiotics. P is for pleasing. R is for robust. O is for out of this world. (laughs) Um, uh, B is for biotics. 
I is for I love probiotics. This is actually way harder than I thought it was going to be. Okay. O is for out of this world. I already said that one. Okay. Um, O is for Overtree. <laughs> That's my name. This is really hard. Uh, okay. Um, T is for team. Like a team of probiotics. I is the letter you're not going to find in team because there is no I in team unless um, there was someone named I, but I've never met anyone named I. Um, and like I with the letter I, not like E, Y, E or anything. C is for keep on making the acrostic poem. Oh, that's K, isn't it? Um, C is for, uh, come on, why is this so hard? Um, S is for soon I will be done. Okay. Whew. So what everybody think? Hey, where everybody go? Literally never had the probiotic dessert me like that. Huh.